Welcome to, or welcome back to the Flowcast. This is the podcast for information and inspiration on your journey to finding your flow. My name's RJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, Telsey. And together we explore topics surrounding flow, as well as lead by example through our own passions and those of the guests that we interview. So let's dive right in. Hey everyone, just before we get started, big thanks as always to Flow Spa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center, providing float tanks, infrared sauna, contrast therapy, and the Normatec recovery system for deep relaxation and recovery and to help you find your flow. Officially episode 50. Is it 50? Oh, yeah, because last night was 49. Yes. That's, ooh, happy 50th. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if that counts, you know, I don't know if that counts as as the one-year mark because we did take Christmas Uh, off and... Oh, you can't. Yeah. 50 is a good number anyway. Like, I'm going to say I've been working here for a year even though I had Christmas holidays, so so we can say that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. What a fun time. (laughs) It's pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I uh, I haven't I don't know I I read Jordan's post yesterday which yeah. was really fun mm-hmm. and really enjoyable because New Foss Media just hit the and one year mark one as well and I I said see you on the other side next week yeah because Flow Spa is turning one on the third officially March third but I uh. I don't know. I haven't done much thought on it because there's so much going on, which yeah. we're going to touch on a little bit today. Yeah. That I, it's we'll sort of just out. full steam ahead without really taking it. I, I, yeah. I'm always, I'm always looking back and reflecting. So it's not, it's kind of the same thing with the New Year's sort of. Yeah. Not yeah. being such a big deal. You because, already have goals going forward. Yeah. Celebrate the year and then just keep running. Yeah. You know. I, I think my plan though for what I think would be most fun is I told Kent this yesterday is uh, I think if it works out, I don't know how hard it's going to be, but I'm going to do a day in the life of a float center owner for my vlog next week. There you go. So that one actually might take off all the people asking you questions about how to do, how to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It could be interesting, but I I just thought it'd be fun to include that now that I, I definitely know what a day in the life yeah. looks like. On is the third a Wednesday? The third is a Tuesday. Oh, too bad. It'd be fun to get this in here. True. Well, it's going to be, it's not necessarily going to be on, on the second that I'm recording it. I may also have it, it may not be a true day. Right. I'm thinking it's going to be a couple of days. Okay. Maybe because a lot of days I'm sitting and oh, yeah. editing <laughs> vlogs or editing podcasts for two hours. And, yeah. I mean, that Great would be footage. a fun, fun time lapse, but that doesn't really it's, yeah, tell the whole story. You no, know? that's fair. It's more maybe, um, maybe a week in the life, you that know, be because yeah. there's the cleaning stuff. Then you could see all the people that walk through the store to market for you. <laughs> yeah, too. yeah. If you, uh, if you don't have patience with, people constantly 
phoning or coming through the door to sell you stuff, yeah. don't, don't start a brick and mortar business. I was going to say, I don't because have walls it's very easy, your business. It's very easy if you're online to just ignore or delete the yeah. messages, which I also get daily. Yeah, oh, but... I get a ton. <laughs> hey girl, your account's great. Would you mind selling our activewear? No? No, I don't want to. All you have to do is spend $1,000 on it right? So and then post about it. That's the... I'm like, what's in it for me? <laughs> That's the, uh, I, I've realized this a little bit too, because my brother's in the, in the fitness right. world too. Yeah. Oh, it's those, funny. those, would you call them like influencers, quote unquote? Some of them are and some, oh, like the people Well, or the brands? A bit of, a bit of both. Some what people they're use ambassadors. Yeah. Some people use that's it. A good, yeah. Yeah. So those ambassadors often are paying more for the, more total money for the product oh, in crazy. order to be an ambassador yeah. than the average consumer because it's you have to pay. It's not free like it looks like. No, you've got no. to pay, you know, X number of dollars a month and then you get a discount for this yeah. or you have to post 15 stories and 10 Instagram posts a month in order to get a coupon for this which oh, is it's a discount crazy. off of. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Not worth I, I have it. a, no, I have, <laughs> I've got major gripes with that whole thing. Like, if you want me to wear your clothes and do my life in them, I'll do it. Yeah. But I'm not buying them. I got my own clothes. Like, I'm, I'm not buying them. I'm not going to, like, I already feel self-conscious about how much I try to sell things. Like, I try to sell my workshops and my classes and stuff on the internet. I'm not going to do that with pants. Sell your crap, too. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, uh, of course, I'm sure that the top dogs are getting free clothing or apparel or supplements they better be i'm sure that they are or maybe they're even getting that money that you're paying them is probably going as a stipend or a some or people do get salary yeah. to those those sponsored athletes the real quote unquote oh yeah, sponsored yeah, yeah. Athletes. that's different they get money and that's stuff different. It's they get all like the stuff cute little free. girls with big bums on instagram <laughs> that i'm not sure <laughs> as glam as it looks i don't know yeah but it's a it's a good thing to call out because I think oh gosh yeah I it's mean you know because we like to combat the the uh, the tech obsession and yeah. everything and also just like I think it's important because it's they're trying to throw you a fish right I think it's important to know that you probably shouldn't jump on all of them because when you're first getting started with stuff like that. It can be really exciting to be noticed by like a brand, or, absolutely right. And yeah. so I, I know a lot of people that not a lot, and that's an exaggeration, but I know people who have gotten themselves into things just because it's exciting, and then they're stuck with all this stuff and spending money, and no one's buying stuff from them because it's like crap clothes. Like I don't, you know. It kind of ties back into our conversation with with Becca too, with the sort of MLM. Yeah. Oh it's gosh. Almost, it's almost like an MLM. Some structure. of them are. I'm sure they are. Someone yeah. approached me. Um, I always like to just ask, like, what's the mission behind your company? Just mm -hmm. to know. Um, because if your mission is like something that I believe in, maybe I'll bite. Yeah. But so far, none of them have been. Um, and this one was like, she was trying to get me to just buy into MLM. I oh. had no idea. <laughs> it was like MLM leggings. I didn't realize that was a thing. But she's like, yeah, you would be an ambassador. And I was like, what does that entail? And she's like, so you build your own website, you sell your own stuff. Like, you. <laughs> I was like, what? So like a salesperson? And she's like, well, we like to call it. And I'm like, no, it's a salesperson. See you later. Don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a funny world on the internet. For I sure. even find like, 
you know those little parts of a story you can put a question and people like type their answer in yeah um 90% of my responses are just people being like you should follow me great oh. account um would you mind selling this thing this is unrelated <laughs> but i want you to check out my youtube channel like just all these things and i'm like i was just I was just asking, like, what you ate for breakfast. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that happened the last time I did one of those too. For mm. I think it was for a podcast topic or yeah, oh, I'm something. sure. Like, people are all over those. And I just got these random. And I don't even know how people find those question right? boxes. Right? Like, how are you finding my story? <laughs> In order I don't to do know. that. It's it's weird, but yeah. So we must show up in like someone's, you know, like the search, like the feed that comes up, the yeah. like, what do you call that? Recommended the, for you or whatever. Yeah. We must come the up in there and then people just like, yeah. Or maybe you can discover stories. I don't know. I think, yeah, there must be a I don't way. really there know how be. to, how to internet properly. <laughs> no, there's, that's funny though. But yeah. yeah, so one of the, one of the cool things that, Anyway, yeah, we're first doing, birthday. <laughs> we're doing as as a new endeavor around here is introducing group meditations. Woo! Yeah. Which yeah. you're going to be leading. I am, and I am very excited and honored to be in this position. Um, yeah, I guess a little bit about it. We're, I mean, we've promoted them a little bit through newsletter and social media, but not here yet. So Sunday nights starting March 1st. So this will be up the day after that. I'll maybe post this. Okay, we'll post clip. that. I was going to say, so yesterday they start. Um, but Well, this, this uh, I don't know when this whole episode's going out. True, but that's true. We can, uh... So starting March 1st, every Sunday anyways, <laughs> indefinitely at 8 p.m., we're going to be having group meditations as well as every other Monday starting March 9th. So you can go through your calendar every other from there at 7.15 um, I keep saying seven by accident because I wrote it in my schedule as seven, so oh. I show up on time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little pay what you can. Um, we prefer people to sign up in advance just because we don't have a whole lot of space here. Mm -hmm. So you can sign up online, flowspa.ca slash meditation, yes. um, or you can just find it on the website if you're savvy that way, or you can send us messages. We'll find a way to get you in. But uh, yeah, just a nice little community. You can come in for an hour and just turn your brain off. And I, I'm i the guide, so you don't have to worry about anything. Like It's just show up as you are. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a little, little template of how we'll be meditating if you want to use that word being mindful whatever works but uh it's going to involve more than just sitting in stillness yeah. that will be an aspect of it but we'll do um I want to do writing a lot of like intention setting and that kind of a thing because I think that's important mm -hmm. we talk about the power of pen to paper all the time and um so that will happen in some capacity intention setting blah 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 um and then something to connect us as a group so whether we do some ohms or some like breathing all in the same capacity, something like that. And then we'll do some breath work, body scans. And then I'm every week's going to be a different visualization exercise just to keep it fun. Like let's yeah. keep your imagination on. Um, sometimes the visualization is going to be real to life. Like mm -hmm. what does your perfect day look like? And sometimes it's going to be like, you are a tree, picture yourself rooting into the ground, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then we'll spend some time in stillness. And then if anyone wants to share at the end, we'll do that. But um, yeah, it's going to be a fun little community. It's going to be great. a fun little party. And 
We've got everything you need. So you just show up. We're recommending, uh, well, pay what you can, minimum $5 donation, uh, maximum $5 million if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> no more than that, though. That's obnoxious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a safe little space. And yeah. you can come once. You can come every week. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I've got to go look for some cushion options today, yeah. I think, because... Meditation cushions are extremely expensive. Oh man, and why? Yeah, Just and a pillow. why? But they... pillows are expensive. I learned that when yeah. I was trying to like put pillows on the couch. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I need them. I don't think I need couch pillows anymore. It's funny how that. <laughs> so I'm gonna see what I can find. Um, I mean, we do have these comfy chairs that anybody that needs a little more softness can can sit mm-hmm. on, or the couch. And Not if you everybody... have your own, you can bring one. Like yeah. if you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And and I I mean, I wouldn't probably sit on a on the floor for an hour. So the idea mm-hmm. that some people can sit can upright, you know, yeah. there is no correct way to meditate. Correct. And so there's <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, I think we've got a comfortable place that doesn't um make it too too dogmatic in, in yeah, the traditions. You can and, be and where you want. Structure is great that way too. You know, we a few weeks ago we talked about the whole mm-hmm. six phase meditation thing, which yeah. which was interesting and I'm still exploring. My my uh obsession with vision has has dissipated. So okay. I'm I'm a little more level headed about his <laughs> his approach these days. Okay. But I still do like the practices. Yeah. Um and uh and it's interesting anyway, his his sort of argument is that it's more meditation for the modern day where the traditional just sit and try to clear your thoughts mm-hmm. isn't as practical. Maybe for, I'd say maybe for highly driven people. I think that takes training. Well, it takes training, but also you can get more out of meditation if you also include those things like visualization. Mm, you can do and a lot more like subconscious work. Yes. Um, when you're doing these, yeah, the visualization and even breath work is amazing for your central nervous system, like releasing stuff you've been holding on to, mm-hmm. um, which is sweet. And then I think the stillness aspect is something that at least in the modern day, we'll call it like things are so busy and we're so wired to be so attached to that busyness yeah. that it's really hard to get to a point of stillness. So the way that we're going to do meditations here is that Stillness will come at the end Mm. after you've kind of sloughed off your day. And it's going to take 45 minutes to slough off your day. And then by the end, it'll be like, it's not going to be scary to go into stillness. It's going to be like, okay. You're ready for it. We're going to sit here for five, 10 minutes, like whatever the clock allows and uh, do nothing. And it's, yeah, I think, uh, I guess I was just saying, yeah, it takes time to get there. Yeah. So... People, like if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm scared of meditating, mm-hmm. we're going to make it accessible. It's going to be fine. It's going to involve a little bit of movement here and there too. Like it's going to be nothing crazy, nothing like fitness related. Just, you know, turn your spine this way. And, um, But yeah, it's approachable, I think. And I think like his his stuff was approachable as well. It was. And what uh, what podcast did we talk about that in? It was our last remember. duo, right? Oh, the yeah. Bell Let's Talk one. I think so. Yeah. 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 So you can find it there if you're curious. About a month ago now. Yeah. Whenever Bell Let's Talk Day was. Mm-hmm. 
I can I can link it down below. Was that still in February? Uh, that was the that was like the end of January. Oh, okay, I was gonna say this has been like the longest shortest month of the year. <laughs> no, <laughs> like yeah. February's dragging on. Do you find that? It's been it's been extremely busy. So I I want to say dragging on, but is it flying by for you, or is it just like you've done done a lot? In just February? done a lot. That's fair. So well, why don't what are you doing? Why don't you talk about that? Because I know what you're doing, but like, what's coming up for you? Because you have like seven different things on the go. You want to talk yeah, about any of them? Uh. Well, we've got um, things sort of transitioning. Well, not transitioning, but Flow Spa sort of. I, the, there's a new software system coming, which I, I think I'm I'm starting to accept as it should be a good thing. <laughs> I, Your language is close. <laughs> I know. I'm still. It's you know it's 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 a big it's a big sort of investment it, yeah in in the upgrade and so it makes me nervous it's you know scary. because we're in we're in a good place everything's growing yeah and so you're also scared that if you change things up is that growth going to yeah. continue or is it going to cause you yeah. know the the thing a to go all over the place and, yeah. yeah and so that's it, it's nerve-wracking mm-hmm. and um uh, but it looks like Everything sort of smoothed out. I've kind of okay. set my sights on how it's going to work and play out and, and transition and everything. So That's good. I see it being a good thing. Um, and it's definitely going to be a good thing. I think from from our perspective as staff at Flow Spa, mm-hmm. it should be easier for us. Sweet. And for the customer, it's definitely going to be easier when it comes to, yeah, it's you know, a lot booking. Yeah, it's hands off, eh? It's, it is on, on our end, yeah. but also... It's more convenient too. You can know there's a lot of struggles with our system being very basic. So you can't book multiple appointments, mm-hmm. whether it's for two people coming into two float tanks. And you also can't overlap different types of appointments to do a package of yeah. sauna and float, etc. So yeah. a lot of those things will be solved and taken care of. There's also a lot more text message marketing, which is really interesting to mm-hmm. me because. For one, we were talking before we started. Gary V talks about text messaging being the next wave of of marketing to get into. Oh, does but, he say that? Yeah, that's another. Where's big he getting thing. all his info from? So it's interesting. I I occasionally dip into the Gary V videos when I'm feeling a little bit run down because he's all about just. He's a bit tough, lovey, isn't he? A little bit, but yeah. he's also just like talks about how you know you've just got to keep pushing i mean he's he's not a figure of perfect health or anything he's not the epitome of health so he's not the best person to go to for everything but he's got a lot of that sort of hype so it's kind of fun to sometimes get some of that energy just like tony robbins yeah anybody that sort of has that every now and then you just need to yeah take someone's energy of course provided they offer it for free (laughs) i think also it's kind of coming to me now. I don't know if I've thought of this before, but as introverts, it's nice to get some of those mm-hmm. those those juices flowing from the extroverts. They sort of yeah. Sometimes they've you need got that. they've got so much energy and abundance that they can sometimes and they want to give it. Fuel. Yeah, that's absolutely. the best part of the extrovert. Yeah, <laughs> they want to give it. Yep, which is so, great. So um, yeah, texting is a big thing okay. that he's into. He's actually got. A phone number now that you can text and then it's a community it's a community chat or something i haven't i don't know if there's cost because it's in the states or anything i haven't right. bothered trying because i also 
don't follow Gary that religiously, but apparently yeah. it's a big thing. I'm um, so confused as to like, because he's always like, text message is the next big thing. TikTok is the next big thing. What else, Gary? Like, tell me. LinkedIn. Oh, no, it's already a big thing. Well, it's not the next big thing, Gary. No, he's not saying it's the next oh, okay. big thing. He's saying it's... if you're not there, you're messing up. Uh, so he says if you're not on TikTok, you're you're messing up. If you Oh, but your question was, how? where does he get this? Yeah, where is he pulling his stuff from? He says it's entirely from listening to the comments and his community and what people are saying so he he's obsessed with studying the reactions of people reacting to to whatever it is whether Mm. it's the super bowl he's watching the comments he's not watching the game whether it's it's a a video doing his own research via his market yeah yeah i I don't know if it's just through his market he does his research through consumer behavior okay which it's like psychologisty of him? Yeah, it is. Yeah, which is why, okay. which is why I can respect a lot of what he says. Yeah. He also, but he also, you know, why he says X is the next big thing is he's just he doesn't care if he messes up, but he also such an interesting he he likes me. he likes to be able to be, and because everything's recorded on video, you, like you know what he's yeah. saying because yeah, he's yeah. always putting out this video and stuff. He gets a lot of I don't know. His thing, his the thing that gets him all giddy is when he can pull a, a screenshot from five years ago oh, yeah. and he predicts something right. So <laughs> he's like the Simpsons. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm surprised that they haven't. I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't done a video or an episode. Oh my gosh, they should. That'd be hilarious. That would be funny. Are they? St- is, is the Simpsons still going on? I have no clue. <laughs> I think so. Two people who don't really watch TV are just like. <laughs> I think Family Guy is still going on. I think so. I bet you they've got something already. Oh, that'd be good. But I, uh, Jan and I were talking about this too. Um, let's say there's four or five million people, or maybe even more, that tune into what Gary's saying. Mm. That's that's just a drop in the bucket. Nobody knows who he is. That's the thing, and, right? Unless, I, like... unless you're sort of in this... And even if you are in the world of small business marketing or marketing in general yeah you still probably you're more likely to not know who he is than you are likely which is to so know interesting is. yeah because the people like he's almost like a cult leader to the people that you know what i'm saying like the people who follow him yeah like it's intense yep. people like worship him it's the same thing with tony robbins totally. a lot of people don't know totally. who tony robbins is what was he Maybe was, a bit more was he in the i always think of that movie yes man when i think of tony robbins he was in um shallow Hal. okay I don't, know, I don't think I saw that. Was I think Yes Man was supposed to be like a spinoff of what Tony Robbins can be oh, maybe. or something. Do you remember that one? That's the Jim Carrey one, Yeah, right? yeah. I don't remember the context of... I don't think it was game. actually Tony Robbins, but like, that's just um, in my... Like, that's how I became in the know of Tony Robbins, because I was like, this figure, and then okay. related it to... So I wonder if he got some fame there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I could also just be like, my brain likes to make weird connections with things that don't always make sense to other people. So. It's, it's interesting. It might be true. I know for a fact know. he was in Shallow Hal, though, and he played, yeah. okay. I think he played himself. Seems seems like something he'd do. I think that's how it worked, because he was, that's where, uh, I don't, was like it Like himself Black today? Or or like, who was the, I don't I remember who the I don't actor was. Anyway, it's I'm all about. I'm just as bad at movies all about as this, I am at TV. Uh, or I don't know who it was, or Jason Alexander, somebody, some sort of <laughs> non-imposing person was the, the main yeah. actor who was very, you know, vanity-driven in relationships. And then I think okay. Tony Robbins goes in and 
grabs him by the head and <laughs> that's oh, yeah. one of the scenes in and the it's elevator. Like a, it's a comedy, right? It's like a like a silly movie. Yeah, but yeah. but he sort of he does hypnosis or something and corrects his brain to no yeah, longer care about right. the vanity. That's and right, that's right. I think Tony Robbins is involved in the whole transition. Interesting. And so I think that brought him quite a bit of fame too. Yeah, but, interesting. Um, Gary Tony, just Tony's a, a little bit more up there. You know, if you look at... He's I, been I, I around longer, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, not just age, but like what he's doing. Since the 80s? Yeah. yeah. And how long, how old is Gary Vee? I don't even know. 42. Interesting. 43. Yeah. And Tony's like... 60. 60. He's turning yeah. 60 on February 29th. There, so happy oh, birthday, Oh, happy birthday, Tony, Tony Robbins. <laughs> we like him around here, so <laughs> I at least like him. You like him. I talk I'm indifferent. Him, I, have, I talk like, about him way too much. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like having like human gods. Like I just, it's, it's and so I find Tony like, Robbins is a bit of a god. It is so interesting you said that. I um, It ties into this whole coach and mentor thing. Mm. And Janet and I were talking about it a bit yesterday. Um, and I just wrote this morning uh, because I'm trying to wrap my brain around this idea, you know, like a of, being mentored well, or just the whole concept, the, uh, you the, go, the you whole tell. industry concept, mm-hmm. you know, there are a lot of people out there that say that they're, whether they're life coaches mm-hmm. or, or an unregulated profession so anyone can be it and anyone can do it yeah it's like but, personal training or but these these larger than life figures that get on stage mm-hmm. and and kind of prescribe a formula for you mm-hmm. but it, it's exactly that i think if i'm not mistaken there was a podcast episode where we went into a little bit about what i learned from my psychology yeah. of religion course oh did we do that? We did something. I thought you were going to say we learned from your Tony Robbins experience. Oh, we definitely um, did. We did that. that. Yeah, it was recent. No, we talked about I, religion the other day. I, maybe like I can't recall. But anyway, um, <laughs> the 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 point that I just kind of tied together this morning in my own mind is around. So Freud has this concept of religion being this longing for a father figure mm, yeah that's, that's particularly in Freud's whole thing yeah, yeah. particularly in, in like in actually in a lot of religions but Christ, christianity yeah, you know it's like the male god or whatever and and it's it's because most adults are still in sort of this child phase where they're not mm. able to take on the responsibility and maturity themselves and so you turn to this god for your right for your um, forgiveness uh, like and guidance and, and yeah. nurturing and all of that. Interesting. And the, I just tied this connection together this morning that that's what a lot of these larger-than-life figures are yeah. becoming because we are such an agnostic world yeah. these days. Yeah. Religion's so not holding such, such a grip on people that they turn mm-hmm. to people like Tony Robbins or any of these these people that they get yeah. their fix off of as far as so uh, i think janet said it was something that mark manson talks about okay. the uh, like the self-help junkies mm-hmm. which I, I don't recall that is that a book or is that just the term it was it was junkies? in the subtle art oh yeah i yeah, yeah. think okay. there's a uh, is there a story about a, a, a lady who was sort of obsessed with him or something because she was a self-help junkie probably and he probably i can't remember either it's I don't so, know if I even finished that book. Oh, okay. Did I finish it? I don't know. 
Maybe. The end of the story, the end of it's where he's like on the edge of the cliff and he's contemplating life and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really powerful. Yeah. I think I jumped ahead because you told me to read it. Not for the fact, he wasn't going to jump. He was just thinking the sort of memento mori. He wasn't actually feeling suicidal or anything. Just as a, if you haven't read the subtle art. Yeah, Yeah, Mark Manson's okay. He's a little (laughs) aggressive, but he's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What were you... Uh, so I was talking about yeah, self-help, self-help junkies and people turning to these real human figures yeah. in the same way that people turn to gods. Yeah. I'm not here to say there's anything wrong with that. Um, in my personal opinion, though, like if I if I put someone on a pedestal, mm-hmm. whether you are someone who is close to me or a large famous figure... Um, or I know phys- physically or metaphorically because Tony yeah <laughs> Tony's both large but there are people or, that yes. aren't so large <laughs> Gary Vee is an example is maybe. he he's not a large human no. um I I lose my connection to them mm. because I become fearful because it's like you're better than me I've made you better than me and then I can't level with you anymore because I'm down here and you're up there and so anything you're feeding me I'm just gonna do like and maybe this is just my own upbringing and like my own things I need to work through but like you're gonna tell me to do something I'm gonna do it because you're bigger than me and who am I to agree or disagree right so I I struggle with that um like I do it to humans sometimes where it's just like oh my gosh you're so cool like you got this cool thing going on and like I don't know you're doing all these things that I wish I was doing and I can't say that much anymore because I'm doing all the things I used to wish I was doing that's cool but uh in my experience, yeah, putting people on pedestals really messes up my human experience hmm. because then I'm segregating humankind and not able to learn from them. Like, I'm just starry-eyed, and then it really distracts me. So I really, like, I don't know. I don't have these people I worship because of that. Like, I, I prefer personally, like, leveling with someone I know or, like, someone else who's going through the same struggle. Like, let's team up and work together and see what your wisdom is and what comes out of me and and let's, like, problem solve together. I think I like that better than having that high up Tony Robbins large father figure, yeah. you know? And it, it's just personal ex- uh, opinion, I would say. Like, if you... I don't know if you like having that. If you like, like, if you need that nurturing, then go for it. Um, I would say that's the same reason why I go to therapy is because, like, I don't feel like I can personally handle my thoughts. Hmm. So I need someone to nurture me through it, right? So same idea of that, like, Freud theory of just needing someone to take care of you. We all feel that sometimes. Like, I, <laughs> I remember I say all the time, like, wouldn't it be nice to just, like, be able to hire a mom for a day? Where it's just like, and I say mom and like, I don't mean to disrespect the, I say it in like the traditional sense of like, I want someone to cook for me and, and make my bed for me and (laughs) care for me. Not that I believe that's a mom's role per se these days, but wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, definitely interesting. I think, um, but I don't know the, the, the idea that sort of strikes me at the end of this debate is that. At, well, if if you're if you're turning to somebody else mm. for all the answers, then you're not finding what they they don't have the answers for what's true to your heart. Bam. So you you can't just. That's it, I think part of my struggle, right? It like yeah. takes away your self awareness. 
Because you're just to like... Some extent, to to I an mean, extent. You I can mean, use it to I th- help. I think the, the right thing is... Uh, I was just rereading a quote this morning that worked with it, but I forget. The, the gist of it was that the best mentors or coaches or whatever are coaching you to become more self-aware or yes or, or yeah, whatever yeah. they're not just leading you blindly yes they're leading you towards the, to the you. answer and then yeah um now I'm, I'm really wanting to reread robert green's mastery because he's got a whole mm. most of the book is all about um this mentorship role and apprenticeships and stuff like that cool. and uh i think the answer there's a little bit of a summary that i i just came across when I was kind of scanning through the, the table of contents with that being uh, the whole purpose of a mentor role in its purest form mm. is for you to succeed and, and supersede that mentor yeah, in your own life and mm. in your own goals. So mm-hmm. that's, um, I think that's where it really comes down to. And I'm, I don't know if, if a lot of these people on stage fully embody that i mean that's almost hard to imagine if you have already like made it that far and have a big following and you're on stage like all these people this like hundred thousand people in your audience are are they all gonna do that one day (laughs) right no (laughs) maybe one of them yeah maybe maybe but i don't know that that's the drive again Mm. i don't know but yeah Yeah. I, i like to think that people who have made it really big for the most part, like have that heart of as long as I'm speaking to one person, that's good enough. I think it's the people who flock to them, yeah, that make it out of proportion. Hmm. Like I'd like to believe, and I think that's where it that, ties back into yes. this self help junkie sort of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Where, yeah. <laughs> where I even well, I had tied into the story of the people that were standing behind me in line, talking about how. They'd been to every single Tony Robbins event oh, yeah. in Toronto, and they, they attend the LA event every year. That's expensive. And they man. go to UPW multiple <laughs> times a year. And so that's where, yeah, you're you're deifying a person. That's when it becomes, I was going to say, that's when, that's just church. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a church event for them, right? And like, and, Mr. God and, Robbins And it does make, there. if that, the, the junkie term is, is interesting, right? Because... There mm-hmm. is a lot of adrenaline and dopamine. It, it's like a runner's high. Totally. Because yeah. you're jumping up and down. You're physically moving. Yeah. And there's a lot of energy in the and area. And then you feel really good yeah. when you leave. And you feel really good for a little while, but then it fades. And that's where mm-hmm. even – that's something that I liked and appreciated that Tony said in the, the thing was that he, he acknowledged that. He said, you'll feel good for a week or whatever after this, but it's still all on you. Yeah. So good. I did appreciate it. Yeah. That is good. That. I know. It, it's, it depends. I think we talked about like behavior change in the process of that before, but it just, if you're not ready to actually take action with one of those events or conferences, then it's just a high, yeah. you know, like if you're not in a mindset to be able to start running after this physically, mentally, whatever, um, it's kind of all for naught. Yeah. Like it might push you towards that mindset. It mm-hmm. might get you thinking and then like one to two years later, you're ready to get the ball rolling and, and you True. can say that's your pivotal event. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times, like myself included, you get this high and you're like, I'm going to do this. And then a week later, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but 
yeah. I mean, to each their own. Everyone's got their own story, and everyone can justify how they spend their money and do their own things. And if you want to go to Tony Robbins 11 times a year, then <laughs> power to you. Yeah. I got different plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, switching gears, I yeah. think, you know, other updates and stuff going on. Uh, we'll probably do another episode in a couple of weeks talking about the strongman competition. Yeah, why don't you throw week. like a little plug? Sure. So I'm a. Uh, if, if you've tuned in for a while, you may. RJ's really know. strong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still compete in strongman, and I've also taken on the burden of running the competition to qualify, partially, you know, out of self interest to yeah. qualify for the the championship. And what it's like the what is it called like the Central East or something so like that? So it's now Central Canada's Natural Strongest oh, wow. Man. Okay. Because we've divided and we split up now into three okay. qualifiers. So there's one down in the Maritime provinces gotcha. for the Eastern provinces. Okay. And uh, and so I am running the one that's for Quebec and Ontario. Cool. Uh, it's going to be just up the road at Hybrid oh, yeah. Fitness new location. Where the Is that public information yet? It's been in the newspaper oh, a couple perfect. times, so it's not. I was gonna say, otherwise and... you like you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, anybody that's read the news of hybrid sort of yeah. evolving into this new sports yeah. complex should know, but um, this will be the first sort of event taking place there that's because there's cool. no signs up or anything. Yeah. So we'll have a we'll have a sign on the road or whatever because anybody coming from out of town. Yep. Isn't going to know where it is. I missed the turn when it's, I went out there. Is it not on the maps anymore, right? It's not. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's almost and, spooky. And, I, and it's just this big this big building, and I was like, "Is that it, or is it the next one down?" I couldn't remember because yeah, I don't go out, out that way that often. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm I'm trying to train for that right now, and yeah. also so you're hosting it. You're doing it. You're, we can talk about it more in depth closer to you because yeah. it's when in april it's april 25th yeah yeah so is that oh no today's the 26th two months say. away that's crazy yeah okay yeah, and so do you have people not... coming from quebec yet do you have any confirmation yeah i had somebody Sweet. somebody uh confirm and pay already register so i've got one Ooh, athlete. that's gonna be fun yeah so this year looks a lot better you know last year it was just myself randy and, and nick <laughs> I, it was the first time i'd tried running yeah. competition and it was all local athletes nobody came out to it which was kind of sad because yeah. i was then the only eastern canada athlete to go to the championship in calgary yeah, it almost doesn't feel like a, it, a competition that way well i mean it was because, but... certainly because uh nick and randy had no intentions of traveling to yes. a competition that was so you were going to do it anyway me I, I mean like you were going to be the one to go out of that group regardless right. of who right. scored highest or, right yeah. So, so now it's a real competition because there's, there's more than enough well, athletes. No offense, Nick and Randy. <laughs> Nick's coming back. Is he sweet? Yeah, I'm Good. not sure if Randy is because it is I a hard competition still. I haven't seen him in a long time. Still, but, um, Nick, Nick's stoked to do Good. it again. But That's I've cool. also got uh, a few other confirmed athletes sweet. That, are, are, that have competed in Strongman before. Cool. And, um, that's great. And more interest still coming in. So cool. it'll be a bigger, better competition for sure. Yeah, and, uh, that's cool. I'm going to come watch. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so that's going on. And and uh, yeah, that kind of, I don't know. That's that's the main that's thing. Your, I got yeah, to get organized. And, Sweet. And uh, 
and make sure that everything's sort of planned in advance this year. Now that I've yeah. done it once, things are a little bit easier because I kind of know the rundown and I fortunately have yeah. awesome support in Josh and Dan. And, yeah, you've got a crew. Is Jen going to help too? I think so. I haven't double. I haven't actually confirmed, but I'm, sure I'm pretty she sure she's on yeah. board to be our scorekeeper yeah, again. She's and a good little cheerleader that way. My dad's always a great um, move, like moving the the equipment and resetting Sweet. the equipment and everything. So it takes a lot of the actual competition day pressure off of me when I've got yeah. You just get to go and and, and compete yeah. and focus on that. Um, How are you feeling? Uh, <laughs> I, I took the month of January off from training, and it's been a bit slow getting back into it. My you, intention, I would say you didn't take it off, though, to give yourself credit. I feel like I you did doing, some, like... I was still doing Pilates. Yeah, and, and like, support. Uh, yeah. Like, you were... Because you had your low back stuff, right? Yeah. Then? Yeah. Which which did not heal up to the full extent that I had hoped it would. <sighs> so, <sucks>. it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's it's it's an issue. It's an ongoing struggle to try to train through low back pain, but yeah. knowing sort of what I know from including Pilates movements has helped with sort of core strength. Totally. Well, that's why I'm curious to see if flexibility. it's going to up your game. Well, it's I'm it's curious. definitely made it so that if I'm warmed up properly and and moving properly that I usually don't experience the same Perfect. type of pain and stuff so that's um, good so figured out a little bit how to move better which i think is important yeah and you know we'll either get becky on or maybe kent back to kind of talk about some of that stuff because i think that would be interesting Yeah, because i don't think he talked about pilates a whole lot like he did he talked about like the business journey but yeah it wasn't the actual art of pilates no not a whole lot I would love that if we could talk about it because I going into like I teach Pilates for those who don't know um, and going into my training I didn't really know what I was getting into like yeah. I had misjudged Pilates as something that like no offense to anyone but like prissy white girls do <laughs> and uh, it's not it's a lot closer to like actually I was talking to Nick Koo the other day who would also be cool to get on here Yeah, and he referred to it as prehab and I'm like yeah that's what it is I absolutely agree right it's like if you if you want to be injury free in a sport that you're doing supplement Pilates like I refer to Pilates as like a fitness multivitamin that's what I was telling some of my clients the other day because it like physically nourishes you we'll say for lack of a better word um, in those spaces that you might be weak because it helps just support your system yeah, we should get Kent on to talk about that. Or Becky. Becky would be cool too. She's yeah. a little busy with a tiny baby right now, but <laughs> Yeah. I think she's I think she's on board to I should maybe message her as well cuz even though she's got a baby, it, it might still here. work out. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway. But no, I I was thinking about that. I agree. It's definitely a prehab thing. I actually yeah. feel my best the it's days crazy, after right? Pilates. I Pilates so, is it's almost annoying. So I'm actually, you know, now that I say that, I think that maybe trying to do my my heavier lift days and those days after Pilates mm, might be like the coupling best. your workouts that way. Yeah, because be interesting. Because when I try to do those movements Monday after it's been almost a full week without yeah, it, it's like worn when, off a little bit. Yeah, when uh, sort of my movement kind of starts to get a little bit stiffer or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try that. Curious. I think that might help. Um, yeah. But but also the other thing that you kind of wanted 
to hear more about. Yes, which yes, yes, I, yes. Which would be fun. Is <laughs> so we've talked about gods and strength and and brain power <laughs> Very and stuff like Greek today right and now. meditation and um, all these trendy things. The the person that that kind of another em- god embodies it in a lot of ways and and is seeking immortality in a lot of ways. So Ben sure. Greenfield, which we, a few weeks ago, we talked about how I really wanted to read his book, Boundless. Yes. But it costs $80, yes. which is frightening for <laughs> a book to cost that much. It's a lot. It's like a textbook. It is a textbook. and <laughs> I mean, the content. I mean, the content literally is there. a textbook, yeah. which is, he wrote it, he sort of self-published it this way, to have it as a desk reference for all of this different stuff about maximizing your brain power physical power you know potential and all these different things he's like a human robot this dude but like in a positive way not just like a clinky machine it's funny i I definitely say positive there's another sort of off topic rant i've got about these these biohackers that i was sort of working through with kent yesterday i'd like you to throw that down so i mean yeah well first who is ben greenfield you should say for people did we say his name yet Yes, yes we okay. did. I said it once, but we were kind of <laughs> ben talking Greenfield. about Ben Greenfield. So um, Ben Greenfield is a 41-year-old man in a – no, a, a, four, a, four, a six-year-old boy in a 41-year-old man's body. That's probably the right way to say that. He yeah. has uh, – apparently, he's got the telomere length of a six-year-old. No way. Yeah. That's really interesting. So he literally is the closest thing to an immortal person. Um right. So that's where uh, I've got this interesting <laughs> rant that may... Um, I bet you Dan Groudon's right on board with that. Not on board, sorry. I bet you he's also a six-year-old. Yeah, probably. Oh, man. Yeah, probably. He he doesn't... So Dan's actually... Uh, we've had some funny conversations about ben, making Sweet. fun of Ben Greenfield, too. So um, I like I like Ben quite a bit. Um, I'm not on board with everything he does mm-hmm. and says, but... I think as far as these sort of health guru, biohacker type of people, mm-hmm. I think I can relate to him more than anybody else. Um, yeah. some, some of them I just I think straight up don't like. A lot of I'm biohackers of... are like, just do LSD, it makes you better. And you're like, sweet, but like, what's practical? <laughs> All right, so we'll get there because that, that actually ties into uh, some of the some of what's in Boundless. Um, okay. Does, <laughs> but, yeah? Yeah. So, Interesting. So, um um so anyway as far as boundless goes and just because i like to i i geek out on how do you figure out all this stuff or yeah. how do you get access to this information yeah. i always obsess about the, the the most affordable way to get books and consume content yeah and all of that because i read so much as super expensive right yeah. to like buy all these books yeah. especially if they're 80 dollars. so um even if they're 25 like the way you, that you eat through books that's like it's expensive. that's like rent <laughs> <laughs> and and you know actually that's my probably as far as as personal satisfaction goes my life mission is to be able to afford books for myself yeah, and to buy like, for other you're people a Paul check. yeah without, that's true without, i can always count on you for that without uh without blinking an eye at it i like that if i can do that then i'll know i've made it in my own life you've heard it here first mark your words mark rj's words yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be book man yeah. 80 year old book man yeah so um or 120 depending on how far you biohack your life 11 <laughs> 
Right. That's another thing because I'm such. Oh uh, right. Who says that? Oh, that's that's right, Tolkien. Oh yeah. That's that's a Hobbit thing, isn't (laughs) it? Yes, it it is. I I decided that when I was 11 years old, I think, or 12 years old, when I first read The Hobbit. There you go. That I was going to live to be 111. Um, Just decided. Yeah. Like, well, apparently you can choose. Who's the who's the MCT guy? What's his name? Dave Asprey. Yeah, he's uh, he's choosing his destiny. Yeah, he thinks. Yeah, and Tom Billy is another one who thinks he's going to live does, in a robot think... body. Interesting. Why it, does he want that? He wants to live forever. Why? I there's uh, you'll have to go through a few more episodes. I will. To yeah. Figure that out. He I, uh... he talks about it quite a bit. But he want, like Tom Billy wants to have his brain downloaded into a robot so that he can live forever. Is he a narcissist or does he just enjoy uh, life that much? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's that's where uh, that's where my rant. It's because he doesn't believe in like afterlife stuff. Yeah. So he thinks this is it. Yeah. That's like because he's so he is like fiercely agnostic. Yeah. Um, but anyway. <laughs> so, so Ben Greenfield um, and Boundless. First off. How to get the book? So, <laughs> sorry, so, Ben. <laughs> no, it, I, he probably knows. So he, and I still, I'm still wanting to buy the actual book because yeah. it's fantastic and uh, it's something that you need to read because you don't read through cover to cover. Although no, that's what I started like... doing because he launched the audiobook version, and so yes. you can either get it through Kindle or my um, favorite. Do you know how much is it on Kindle? Is well, it still the eighty or? I, I didn't look at the actual price, but okay. you can get it as one of your monthly books. So on oh, Kindle, it would be right. $15 there you if, go. if it's your monthly credit for a book. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite way to go about it, though, is through Scribd. Mm-hmm. So Scribd is essentially an online library. You should be sponsored by them. Well, here's my shameless <laughs> plug. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I have like a referral link. So if anybody Sweet. wants to give me a free month of Scribd, just sign up for a free... <laughs> free that's a good pitch if anyone wants to give me (laughs) because i get a free month of books in return which (laughs) i've actually received you get more podcast content so absolutely buy into rj (laughs) 1-800 yeah buy rj now link in the description for perfect my referral link described um it's it's like an online library so you you never own the books but you rent them you kind of borrow them and there's no limit to how many ebooks you can borrow Cool. Each month, it seems to me that you get three new audiobooks. Okay. And I'm when I the moment that I heard that Ben Greenfield had launched the audio version yeah. of his Boundless book, I went on Scribe and I looked, and there it is. There it so is. I downloaded it and started Does listening it to it. Disappear after the month? No. No. But no. So you, it's yours once it's in your library. It's oh, yours. Sweet. Um, sometimes they do. Though it's only happened once to me, they recommend pushing like a, a refresh. Okay. Because they quote unquote improve the quality or right. the playback. It's probably just them trying to figure out. It's probably just them trying to wipe your so that you yeah. don't have all these free books and that you're right. getting refreshing your. Right. But you're still getting three a month, which is the, probably which is more than that's, you can consume audio wise. It's definitely more than lot. I consume audio wise. Yeah, it's a lot. You don't um, have to be like constantly with headphones in. And Boundless is forty-one hours in length. Yeah, there's some. That's a work week. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I don't know. I'm about uh, five or six hours into it. So the topics, if you want to go over, which ones have we? I'm gonna look at. The notes I love that the food. Like for me, one. his knowledge on food is like. I wish I had that much back pocket knowledge of just like, like it's not just food because I have a lot yeah. of knowledge on like 
vitamins and nutrients that come from food, but he has more like how this food interacts with your neurochemistry and like what it'll do for your energy levels and what it'll do. Like he even goes as far as like sex drive and like what to eat and what not to eat to optimize your pleasure experience. And like, he's got all kinds of, and he's just, yep, just this, that, the other thing. And here's all these things you can do if you are needing to whatever, prepare for an event or speaking or you want to sleep better. Like it's cool. For sure. So, um, Which one's the food? Chef? And he's also he's a carnivore man. A little bit, yeah. He's like a nose to tail guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the food chapter. I thought the food chapter was pretty simple. Um, Interesting. As far as. As far as the uh, so actually the food chapter is on, a little bit on like the actual nutrition, okay. and then he covers smart drugs. And he covers fasting, and then What's he goes, smart in, drug? goes into fish oil. So okay. I, I kind of think the smart drug, drug topic is interesting. So Yeah. Um, Drugs? Like nootropics, okay. things that enhance brain yeah. function. Yeah, and, so like mushrooms and... Yeah. Like not like, like sorry, not like psilocybin, like, well, like lion's actually, mane. I'm sure in that's some too. Ways but... is one of, so he's got all these... The interesting thing about why Boundless as a book is actually so valuable is he... so. So far, I went through. He's got all these supplement stacks that he recommends that hmm. he that for whatever thing right. that you can kind of like try out, or he's tried and tested. He, you know, he a lot of his stuff is he's the guinea pig for all of it, which is yeah. He does a lot of testing on himself. Yeah, but I kind of like that because then he's like, I did this. I, Here's my personal experience. Yeah, it I, humanizes I, him I, a lot more. I for think me. because he um, he is very. He kind of follows the scientific method yeah. pretty closely, even though a lot of it is is stuff that's on the fringe that's not well yeah. validated. So a lot of it is things that he just um, he's recommending because he's tried it himself, and this is what yeah. he noticed. And he de- he never prescribes it as something that you have to do, but if you want to try it, here it is. Yeah. So a lot um, of the stuff he does, you can't. It's like not even fully legal, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he talked about um, taking like a. a he talks about like combining a, um, a microdose of LSD and and all this stuff and and sitting down to write his chapter, whatever it is, because he also <laughs> writes nonfiction or fiction. That's right. He writes a lot of that's fantasy, right. which I didn't know is is something that he does a lot of. Which I think is, that's cool. Yeah, because that it just shows he uses both both sides of the brain for sure. Right? So, um, I mean, yeah, as far as the as far as the the nutrition stuff that he talks about, or so far, I mean, I'm there's at least audiobook wise, there's 36 chapters, and I'm only on chapter seven, so there's probably a lot more I'm sure. to go into. But I mean, his big things are avoid, avoiding processed oils. Mm-hmm. Oh and, gosh, yeah, preach that. Um, that's kind of like the number one thing. Because, that's huge. Because I guess. The chapter so far on nutrition has all has been all about brain health, and that's that's why that's, processed oils that's for his, brain function. Yeah, that's his thing with bio. I think that's biohacking in general, right? Is like optimizing brain function because then it for, optimizes body function and yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then also depending on your sensitivities, you know, avoiding oxalates and histamine yeah. um, inducing foods or the foods that contain histamines. Um, 
And then also gluten, obviously, for certain individuals. Yeah, I think he talks about dairy too, right? A little bit. Um, I know he doesn't. May, I I haven't got to dairy. this chapter. Maybe there's okay. on on. I'm sure there's one for like systemic inflammation or something. Yeah. Not so much for brain health. It doesn't seem like dairy is something that he's talking about a whole lot. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the smart drugs. So he talks about things like Ritalin and Adderall. And, oh, I see. You know, okay. he's he's actually afraid of a lot of those things. Interesting. Um, he he kind of stays away from them due to their the the impact that they have on neuro, neurotransmitters. They're crazy, man. Yeah. Like, um, I had a friend who, like was trying out some ADHD meds to like, she's got ADHD. It's a legit thing, not just a student thing, but, uh, Oh my gosh, there's, there's stimulants like nuts. Like it's like, she's like, I I felt like I was like on cocaine or something. And this is apparently supposed to be how I feel better. Like she's like, I was paranoid, but it was like my whole day. Like she was, yeah, she was losing it. And she's like, I couldn't drive. It was like, everything was so scary and so intense and so like high energy that like, yeah, that's so crazy. The, yeah, seriously, the uh, the synthetic neuro uh, the synthetic yeah. brain smart drugs or brain boosters uh, are scary stuff. They're intense and a lot. So yeah. he he's far more in favor of things like lion's mane mushroom. Yeah, and uh, and some and of the like some of the pardon me fish oils too. I'd yeah, fish oil said. for enhancing you know the so fish oil is really cool for brain health and DHEA in particular. Yeah, because it basically makes those those cell structures more fluid which enhances right. you know the processing power the connection flow brain yeah, flow exactly <laughs> and uh and it's also super important for developing brains and in infants uh to include yeah. dha yeah. whether it's which from... is not an avocados no just so people know <laughs> is that something that people think? Well, like people think, I mean, you relate omega threes and DHA together yeah. a lot, right? And and avocado is more omega six, so yeah, it's a it's a good fat, but it's not a, a great fat, right? <laughs> omega six and monounsaturates. Um, there you go. So the uh, <clears throat> the the omega threes are really important. You can get them from from algae, marine sources. Mm-hmm. Is another that's uh, place. what's his face? Laird Hamilton's big on the algae. Oh yeah, yeah. And I also an interesting thing. I think it's from. I'm pretty sure it's from Boundless. That's the only thing I've really been consuming health wise lately. So the more fish oil, there's the sidebar topic of why fish don't eat, need to eat fish oil, and the more um, the more of the plant based omega threes that you consume the better your body becomes at processing them. And mm. actually, because the main issue with plant-based omega-3s is that they are in, um, they're not in the DHA form, right? So they have to be converted right. through um, several processes in the body. And it's not a very effective, our, our, the human body is not very effective at right. doing this processing, okay. which is why um, ALA, like plant-based yeah. omega-3s, are very low bioavailability or or you have to consume like the, a whole lot of it. To make it. To make it up the DHA. So, okay, continue. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that thing. was my point. Okay. Um, so that's, I'm just, but the fish thing is they're, they basically are consuming. They are all, good at converting it. Yeah. And that's why we eat them. Yeah. That's what you're Okay. I wasn't sure if like we were going to be able to become efficient at it by saturating ourselves with plant-based omega-3s. That's, that's what, uh, yeah. That the that's, idea? That's the idea. And there's, so I think there's just some algae and like 
like nuts? Like what, what would, where would one um, get plant-based? I'd have to go I through, yeah. I, I'd have to like review again, but I think, I think like basically, hemp, I, I guess? think anything that's plant-based yeah. omega-3, if you consume and if you keep consuming it, your body You're starts to be to able to upregulate it. its yeah. processing power for it. Interesting. Which is, which is good news. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because that's one of the things that's often, you know, devoid in, in, in plant-based mm-hmm. diets is the omega-3s yeah. or, or the, the, the long chain omega-3s. Yeah, because it's easier to get that from, yeah, animal sources. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I um, want to hear more about that book as you, as you chew sure. through it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, it's interesting. Like, just the idea. I don't know if we even said the idea, like boundless is the idea of like optimizing your energy and having boundless energy. Yeah, right? that's, that's sort of... That's kind of the idea and like... Yeah, but it's, it's, uh, it's a compendium of all this stuff that he's into for biohacking yeah he makes it sound so easy too like i was reading some of his instagram posts and he's just like (laughs) seven things to optimize your life quality and it's just like (laughs) all these things and i'm just like dude that's a lot of work to get there like it's a good thing that he's putting it out but it's just like so yeah so here's the thing that i sort of was talking to kent about yesterday because this thought came to mind and uh it's it's my I, I like to learn a little I like to learn from these biohacker people yeah and it's interesting stuff it's but it is interesting it's interesting that's kind of the point it's not mm-hmm. for everybody no it's intense and like in my opinion these things are like you have to invest in it and I don't just yeah. mean like money I mean like taking one fish oil pill is not going to change your life yeah like you have to saturate yourself with all this stuff like if you're gonna be worried about clean air quality like you gotta go hard you yeah. get, like all this stuff right if and same with like fitness and stuff like even with, we can relate it to strongman like that is not a you can't just throw yourself into that sort of event right you have to invest and like make your life path this way yeah same with biohacking same with biohacking that's the thing i i think that there's a type of person mm-hmm. that really gets off on this quantified self stuff. Yeah. They really like to keep track of yeah. every second they were asleep. They like yeah. to keep track of every calorie that they ingest. They ha- they like to keep track of every drug that they take mm-hmm. and what quantities and what it does to their brain. Yeah. And they like to get their genes tested. They like to yeah. go and do stem cell injections and PRP and <laughs> testosterone, PRP? everything. You know, they'll take yeah. whatever drugs to make themselves like quote unquote optimal more humans. Optimal humans in this whatever. Idea. And and the funny optimal. thing when it comes to the smart drugs or the nootropics yeah. is um is I don't see it's funny. I can sort of agree. You don't see PhDs or medical doctors ranting and raving about taking nootropics to enhance their brain power. No. It's sort of... And, and so the question is, 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 is about that. You know, I, I'm sure that mm. a smart person becomes a little more efficient with their brain, but... <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I like I struggle with. There's a type of person that takes the smart drugs, and what is it they're seeking? I feel like the difference between a biohacker and a PhD is focus. Like hmm. the PhD is studying one thing forever. Like they've got their thing, whereas a biohacker is trying to do everything. You know, and so it's hard. I feel like that might be an apples to oranges. Okay. Relate in my opinion because yeah. it's like. Like, Ben Greenfield is trying to live the best life in every aspect. 
you know? Whereas a PhD is trying to study why this one thing is important for this one aspect of life. Sure. So maybe that's why. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we'd have to get them in the room and just watch them fight. But uh, the debate of it. Yeah. Because same with medical big... doctors, right? Like they, and and no shade, but they just don't study nutrition in their, like in the same capacity that nutritionists study nutrition. And that, like, you know, they're so. Yeah. I don't, the, inf- the knowledge there is so sparse for medical doctors because their job is to cut people open. Like you don't, you're not feeding them at that moment. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's. I guess unless you're the odd person, like. David Perlmutter, who wrote Brainwash and yeah. Brain Brain and Brain Maker, like, all those things. Different... Like Mark Hyman or Mike Hyman, I always get... Yeah, I think it's Mark Hyman. Mark, yeah. He's he used to be a medical doctor and now he's into functional medicine, but right. um yeah, he's the more well rounded but... and yeah. It's it, we're getting there. Yeah. But I yeah, I wonder I don't know. I do believe in the the power of oppositional force I'll say which is just like we've got this person running that way in that direction so hard and it's like really intense and then we have this person running in this direction really intense and like somewhere in the middle is balance yeah you know like it's that like tug of war thing where it's if both sides are pulling equally as hard in each direction then the flag in the middle is not moving and we've got this homeostasis yeah so I like to think of it as like people like Ben Greenfield are going gung-ho in this direction so that in hopes that like we get these little nuggets that we can add as muggles into (laughs) into our lives and vice versa on the other side right like people are studying these fine-tuned like individual things sure to help i don't know there's something middle ground i'm not meant to be ben greenfield yeah i think that's just what (laughs) where i'm getting at is true i i don't i think i'm more of a generalist than an extremist well and i think the thing is that if you once again some people definitely get off on the biohacking being their ultimate state of flow like that's yeah, meaning sure. for them but work, i think most people <laughs> there, there's a lot that you have to miss out on in life if you go that route too though mm-hmm. it definitely weans out your social life like if you you know a lot of them aren't like they won't go out for dinner because it's a lot of processed foods or like they're really selective on where they go out for dinner or well part of the and, processed oil thing is ben carries oh, with gosh, him yeah. his own salt his own man i his own like, olive oil i want to do that that pepper is to restaurants so that he's got i don't like eating out because i have such a sensitive gut that it's Fair just enough, like it yeah. messes me up for a week and so and i guess part of it i wonder how much it is that most people are I mean, myself included, are insensitive to this this less than optimal state. But maybe once you become <laughs> woke, this is the thing. Okay, this is can my you big. Go back? Yeah, you can't. Like the more that I fine tune my diet to know what I need, the more I'm just like, damn. Like, there's a lot of stuff I can't eat if I want to feel optimal. Hmm. A lot, and I didn't realize that until like recently. I I mean, I've dabbled in like weird diets here and there just to try things and what goes around comes around I'm coming back to like paleo being the most efficient for me grains and legumes are just like not my friend anymore yeah Uh, wheat's never been my friend dairy's still my friend thank goodness (laughs) hold on to some sort of vice cheese thank you (laughs) but uh, it makes it like you know I I eat a low sugar diet because sugar makes me feel like shit and the more you wean it out, the more sensitive you get to it. So when I eat sugar, I literally feel bruised. Like I'm so inflamed that my whole – like any ounce of my skin, if I touch it, I feel bruised. Huh. It's brutal. 
So now it makes me not want to do that. Yeah. And same with the processed oil thing. Like I don't yeah, – like yellow oils are not part of my life. And then when I eat out, it's like I have to just expect the hit. Yeah. And so I'll like budget the day. Like I don't eat out on a day that I'm hustling because I can't. Like it throws me down. Stuff like that. I don't know. Huh. It's, Interesting. Uh, it's annoying. Yeah. But it's good. It's a good annoyance because I'm like forced into health. Like my body is just like, mm-mm. Only the best for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing, but it's it, it is socially challenging. Absolutely. And even like with my sleep schedule, like I am so strict on sleep, yourself included. And uh, my social life is uh, it. I will say suffers. I mean, I'm an introvert, so I don't know. It's <laughs> it's okay, but yeah. it's uh, it's very hard for me to hang out with friends because I'm not going out past nine. Mm-mm. It's funny. Yeah. I'm not a good person past nine. Like. I will sit and I will fall asleep on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. You got to choose your life. You have to choose what your priorities are. And if your priorities are to be like optimally clean inside and out, you're going to attract people that also, I think, vibe with you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. That's the dangers cool. of being woke. <laughs> Call this podcast that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, I don't know. Be sensitive on time. I think yeah, we should yeah, wrap I gotta up. go teach a Pilates class or two. But I'll I'll continue on the uh, the boundless journey and, and update yes. more. It'll have to yeah. be. Uh, we should do so like a fun. weird challenge together and podcast our progress. On the book. I don't know. Or what? Something. Well, you're you're <laughs> oh the one other thing I guess for updates is you're now gonna start doing cold plunge challenge. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay updated here. I yeah, I was saying to RJ the other day, like, and this is probably annoying to hear, but I'm everything I'm doing in life I feel like I'm good at. And that's a really lovely thing to say. Like I'm not taking that for granted, but I'm always someone who's looking for growth and yeah. and I I don't feel like I'm not growing per se, but I do feel like I'm really content in my life and I'm not uncomfortable anywhere. And there's always been something in me that chases a little bit of discomfort, which is hilarious to say as an anxious person because like <laughs> so that's a catch-22. But yeah, I'm not feeling like there's anything in my life that I'm – like I, I tried to go for – well, not tried. I did go for a long run the other day and it just wasn't hard. Like I'm becoming Dan Grouden a little bit and that's the goal. But cool. it must be like really unsatisfying to be Dan Grouden because it's just like, yeah, I ran 70K the other day. <laughs> Wasn't that hard? <laughs> She's t- saying that totally sarcastically. I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Dan, <laughs> listen to his podcast. You probably won't understand him in the podcast either, but or won't get him. Sorry, not understand. Yeah. Um, anyway, RJ told me to get good at cold plunges because that is challenging yep that's really challenging so this is my next endeavor my next uh discomfort in life is to i gotta i do month things challenges that's kind of how i like okay for a month i'm gonna try this so because there's one in is this in february is next week no february is over so i guess it is yeah march cold plunges yeah so i'll keep a post on that maybe i'll put it on the internet i don't know we'll see Cool. But that's my next it's endeavor. A, I don't know what a, to expect. Well, it's a it's a good challenge both physically and mentally. That's and, what I liked. So I've only done it once here. And, at you least, know and, the the thing to to quantify and qualify what getting good means to me. Yeah. Is uh, 
at first, you know, you're not going to want to stay in. It's going to be mm-hmm. really challenging. Mm-hmm. You're going to start shivering. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to reach the point of shivering because yeah. that's that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah. Um, when you get good at it, which I've found is possible, mm-hmm. and you see it with, you know, Wim Hof kind of guiding yeah. people through walking up mountains in their shorts and nothing else and yeah. sitting in cold plunges for extended period of time is you're you'll learn how to control your body to the point that mm-hmm. you'll feel the sensation of shivering starting but you'll be able to actually stop yeah. yourself and stay warm and actually get comfortable sitting in this this icy cold water yeah i'm curious because i feel like i'm getting there i'm not going to say with all fitness but with body weight modalities like i do have a like like i i'm good at running because i just have the mindset for it and i'm good at animal flow for extended periods of time because I just love it and like Pilates I could do forever like I'm sometimes disappointed because I don't feel defeated by anything so I'm curious to see Mm -hmm. like I part part of me wants to be defeated a little bit so that I can like have something to master yeah so yeah I don't know we'll see yeah anyway that's what's yeah that's stay tuned what a (laughs) rambly podcast I think it was good. I it think was, there was good. There was, yeah, it was all over the place a little bit. This is just how RJ and I went. chat. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a, this is kind of a fun one year thing because it's like, that's the, how it started. We just talk like this. And that's right. So anyway, yeah. let's wrap up there before Bye. We, we go way too long. Because <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Flowcast. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube for the video version and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to connect the podcast to those who will find value in it. Hit the share button and send this episode to a friend or two. And a big thanks as always to Flow Spa for making it possible for us to keep making this podcast. Flow Spa is Peterborough's float therapy and sports recovery center dedicated to providing the ultimate relaxation experience. Whether you need physical relief from pain or a deep state of mental relaxation and calm, or even the best sports recovery methods to help you recover from your training, Flow Spa is where you can find your flow.